All right. Okay, mate. How you doing? Hey, mate. Pretty good. How you doing? Uh, let's let's do a little check here. Have you got your your stream up in front of you here so we can check the the video quality? Yeah, it it's hard to tell because there's a little lag. But is it smooth this time? This is a big test. Let's find out. Otherwise, everyone can just listen to us again. Oh, wow. It's smooth, Bill. I reckon we've done it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Welcome to episode two of girls. Passports and Playbooks. Yes, girls, guys, um, all identifications. Welcome to the second episode. I've chosen a very special image for this episode, Billy, hoping that we were clear and it looks like we are. Um this is the, the cover art photo. This is me and Billy at a 49ers game on our road trip last year. I might even make move you out of the way here, Billy, so everyone can see your, your beautiful face here in this photo for a second. But probably my favorite photo of me and Billy. Um, there's a very funny story about that jersey that we probably won't ever tell. But, um, yeah, no, I think that you know, sums up our sport love there. Billy's got his Sonics T-shirt on, and he's proudly wearing his Niners uh beanie to support me and the bets that he had on um that day i'm just gonna start off with a shout out to millions as we'll always do at the start of these uh podcasts um so thanks to millions for making this possible and if you weren't aware millions is packed with star-studded athletes who are keen on keeping you looped in on what's happening within sports millions.co is home to custom product stores for over 2,500 athletes so if you're looking to purchase anything from signed memorabilia, custom merchandise, personalized videos, or even virtual or in-person experiences, Millions is your one-stop shop for all things in sports. So, Bill, um, let's kick off with the key segment. Um, we're originally going to have another name for this podcast, but someone took it. So this is what we ended up with. But I'm going to whip the logo up now, Billy, because I think it's pretty cool. And put it over me. All right. Welcome to the first <laughs> instalment of Bill's Bets. Uh, phrase being, be a better punter. Billy, what's a punter for those out there that aren't sure in North America land? Oh, I did hear their term for it. Uh, yeah, it's essentially anyone who loves having a, a bet on sport, horses, anything really, a little gamble. Uh, we say in Australia, just having a punt. So, Love it. Hence so, the name. Be a, be a better punter. We've chosen to do uh, Thursday nights of the podcast because in, in 15 minutes, there's no football will start. So, you know, we'll have that in the background and, and watch and comment on anything that happens as we go through our agenda. But to get things started, Billy, let's run through Bill's bets for Thursday night football. We have the kickoff of the season, uh, the Lions heading into Arrowhead to play the Kelsey-less Chiefs. Let's run through some of these. Yeah, so coming up, obviously, Chiefs uh, Lions in 15 minutes' time, which is going to be sweet, you know, kick off the season. Uh, no Kelsey, which does suck. He's also was my first-round pick in our fantasy team. We'll get into that a bit <laughs> later. Yeah, um, so, yeah, obviously, obviously, first one. Last time, uh, Kelsey didn't play with Mahomes. Mahomes' uh, passing yards was way under. Um, so gone the unders, uh, 285 there. Um, and then Goff, 
I feel like Goff's going to be slinging the ball tonight. Um, he's got got the weapons. St. Brown, um, Gibbs, that little outlet for the running back there. So over 35 for Goff, passing attempts. And then uh, with no Jones either on the Chiefs, um, and I feel, yeah, he's their main guy to stop the run. So I'm going Gibbs over over 40 rushing yards. I like it. Um, and then McKinnon, um, I feel like he's, he's a good uh, pass catching back. And, um, yeah, the Chiefs are light on their number one weapon tonight. So McKinnon over 25. Point five, so twenty six yards. Our, our first spelling error here. I think you're going to go the receiving yards as well for Gibbs. I believe that's what you're probably throwing in there, or you're doubling down. Was that? Oh, nah, that that is meant to be receiving. Um, yeah. So yeah, first typo bound to happen. <laughs> um, and then uh, Sky Moore. Um, everyone's talking him up this year. Um, just you know, someone's got to be catching those Mahomes beautiful passes. So, and I think Sky Moore. Um, he should be playing most of the downs um, uh, as their wide receiver one. He should be. Um, so over 44 receiving yards for Sky Moore there. Um, and a little, a little YOLO bet if you, if you want to. It's paying about 7 or $8. Uh, the Clyde's Edward Hilaire anytime touchdown. That's just, uh, I don't know, he's got the talent. Hopefully if he's fit and gets a go this year. But uh, yeah, last time... Uh, I think Kelsey didn't play, and I think maybe Tyreek Hill was also out for the Chiefs. Edward Solaire rushed in a tutty. I think that was in his rookie season as well, so fingers crossed there. I like it. I like it. I'm going to put myself up in front of there. I I think Goff's going to sling it. I think Gibbs is a dual threat there. I really like it. No Kelsey. You know, someone's got to eat on that side. Um, And I don't know. I feel like... Not sure the Detroit Lions D is typically that good, so usually running the ball works on on pretty bad D. So keeping the homes under, I think, is realistic. Guys, you have eight minutes to lock those bets in. What we'll do each week is we'll put little ticks and crosses up there, so Billy can put his money where his mouth is and, and show how uh, accurate and effective his tips are for each week. But uh, having known the That's man right. for twenty years, he is uh, pretty damn good when it comes to these bets. So game starts in eight minutes here, or sorry. 13 minutes, I think it's 5.20, not 5.15 Pacific time that starts. Yep. But we'll round out Bill's bets by looking at some week one stuff as well. So, Billy, talk us through some of your matchup bets here and some parlays that you've thrown together. Yeah, so I think, yeah, as we go through, we'll each week we'll review the Parai weeks. So I think last season we finished across NFL, uh, all sports really, at 70%. It's pretty good. Uh, it's success rate. This season, it's early days, but we're at 88% now across some baseball and college football last weekend. Uh, absolutely stitched up by Clemson. Um, dumpster fire last weekend, but that's all right. But uh, on to uh, Sunday and Monday games. So back in the Niners, um, they've got the Steelers, don't they? So you'll be riding that one. Um, I think yeah, the Niners, Niners get that done. Bosa's back. Well, Bosa's definitely playing now. He's signed his monster deal. Uh, the Bengals, uh, they're going to beat the Browns. Going to Jaguars, I think they're going to be pretty nice this year with Trevor Lawrence. Um, Seahawks, Calvin Ridley. I'm a big Ridley fan. Saw his first touchdown in Atlanta uh, cool. 2018. So I like that guy. I've been following him since Bama. Uh, Seahawks, uh, yep, they're gonna they should touch up the Rams and then Cowboys, uh, yeah, they're looking a very good squad, but um, <laughs> it's not playoffs yet, Bill, so they they'll probably win in the it's not, it's not playoffs yet, so they could go 15 and 0 and straight sets or something. Um, yeah, and then, uh, what else we got? We got the Eagles as well. Um, so I like the Eagles to get the Pats, um this week so i'd i'll be putting in you can i guess parlay any way you like but i like the Bengals, 49ers jags together and then seahawks cowboys eagles so i like um, the split the niners and Bengals have super bowl history we couldn't put the niners and seahawks together we should split them up and then you got some nfc east teams together as well that's right um feeling pretty confident on both of those excited to see each week how we go i'm tipping over 80 percent this year Bill across all 
across all bets, all sports, all takes from you. Let's go. Uh, we'll take year. that. Um, okay, cool. Well, those are some odds for you guys to jump on for, well, some bets to jump on. We maybe you should put the odds up there. It's just hard because there's so many different sports books with so many different bloody options out there. It is. Um, and now we're the way the US uh, shows their odds as well, like that the fractional way based on yeah, like at $100 or how much you got to bet to win $100. I think they do it. Whereas Australia and the rest of the world, I think, just keep it simple. So that's yeah. America, isn't it? There's a few curveballs um, down your way there. Um, awesome. That's Bill's bet. We'll, we'll have a look next week to see how we've gone for the first one. We'll move into some trending hot topics here. I'm going to kick off the first one because I'm very excited uh, about it. But um, Nick Bosa, re-signed, $170 million over five years, $122.5 million guaranteed. Just a filthy amount of money. Um, listening to some of the interviews from the insiders in the NFL today, sounds like he just pretty much said to both players, like, I just want to play football. Let's get this done. Um, highest paid defensive player in the history of the sport. Um, I think pretty well deserved. I think even right now he's better than Aaron Donald or anyone else out there. Probably will go back to back defensive player of the year. Um, yeah, obviously is the engine. Him and Fred Warner obviously have a soft spot for Fred. You can see 54 there in the image in the middle there. But um, definitely changed the game. Makes me feel a lot more confident about Sunday. I honestly am a little bit worried. I think it's a danger game. Steelers are good, especially at home. I think their defense is really good too. But having him in there, absolute jungle cat. Uh, I am pretty pumped about that signing. Any thoughts, feelings there, Billy? I I like it. I think I said last week he was going to sign by Thursday. He got it done on Wednesday, and he's going to have two sacks this week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think I, I think that's what I said last week. So I actually um, think Kenny Pickett may be eaten alive this weekend. There could be <laughs> a real big headline that comes out from the Niners' yeah. first game of the season. So super stoked about that. Yeah, I feel the Steelers, yeah, they're going to be good, but I think you are way too talented. I, it was yeah. funny, I just saw, I think right before I got home, I saw Bill Simmons has picked, I think, the Steelers as one of his Super Bowl picks. Really? So I actually saw ESPN's weekly tips pick the Steelers. It's the same old story. Uh, we don't really get enough love. But, hey, last year we started off the season uh, five and four before we went on our um, eight-game win streak. So, um who knows? I th- actually think it'd be a really big win if we could win away there and, and do it well, and um, just a lot of off-season drama, get it out of the way, um, and hopefully have an injury-free year. We're going in pretty much healthy, which is a crazy sentence to say as a Niners fan, but pretty pumped about it. We'll see. Um, I might be crying. Yeah. Next have you got a? Have you got enough quarterbacks on the roster this year? Hopefully. I, well, I don't want to talk about the trade line thing. <laughs> I think it was stupid. I think it was stupid. Why not just have another? quarterback there like we only got a whatever pick it was and now Dallas know our playbook so whatever they'll stuff it up somehow Dallas sucks so moving on FIBA World Cup Bill you've been paying attention yeah I I don't know what have we got Serbia v Canada and Germany v USA for the mm-hmm. for the semis um I think yeah Canada's looking pretty good with SGA like uh I think he's the top ranked Filthy highlights, top ranked player at the tournament. I think he's averaging like you know thirty seven and eight or something silly like that. Yeah. Um. And yeah, and then Germany v US, pretty good. But may, maybe USA's talent gets them over the line, and then we get a Canada US uh, final for the World Cup. That would be good. And I'll back in Canada to get that job done. Who do we um who uh, does Germany even have? I have not been paying attention. Ooh, I know they got Dennis Schroeder. He tested me now. Yeah, I, I like the Wagners, the Wagners. Is that even a yeah? That's right. Yeah, they got like Tice, Wagner, um, Voitman, right? Tice. Um, they got some. Yeah, they got some beastly big guys. They just destroy. I feel like they might destroy uh, the USA in the paint, actually. So, I just find it interesting. Last last week, we gave some tips on it, and then uh, I got scared. I didn't realize there was like a second round where you didn't get knocked out because um, 
Australia did get knocked out losing to Luca, which which sucked. But Canada lost to Brazil, I think, the day after we were talking them up. So I was like, oh, shit, they're out, but they, they weren't. And then, obviously, the US lost to Lithuania, and I was like, oh, that's hilarious. They're out, but they weren't. Um, so interesting tournament set up. And then Lithuania go and lose to Serbia in a knockout game. So um, Yeah, I know. I, uh, I it's a weird. Never haven't seen that tournament set up before. Um, no, I think it was something like if you only – lose one game in your group's first group stage you can afford one more loss essentially right to not get eliminated yeah something like that um and then it goes into yeah similar like the old the old junior tournaments where you know fifth versus sixth playoff and all that so interesting um well all that to say oh i've completely lost my notes here um i still do to knock them off I reckon they're going to knock them off. I would love to see. Um, yeah, I'm I'm backing in Canada. Um, they're out to prove something. Speaking of basketball, I'm just playing around here on my phone to get this game up because I've realised that I can't watch it on my computer because I'm pulling your video into the stream and it's confusing everything. So um, I'm going to put some a list up here. No matter where you're headed. I'm getting ads on dozen on my phone. Okay, next training topic. Speaking of basketball, we had uh, we always have some pretty interesting opinions on on basketball. But um, here is I'm just going to get this in front of us for a sec. So the 75th yeah. anniversary um, uh, of the NBA released the top 75 players, and then this list came out that you sent to me, which is the top 30. I think it's just a summary of the list, but it just got some recycled news this week. And we, yeah, we tend to think we know a lot about basketball. So we thought we'd throw this up and have a bit of a chat around the rankings. Who's too high? Who's too low? Um, I have a pretty strong opinion about number eight on this list. But Billy, any initial thoughts um, from what's in front of you there? Looking at it. Yeah, number one, absolutely clear. Um, and yeah, Kareem. Kareem at two makes sense. Yep, I like that. that I'd, I'd probably go Kareem at two. Um, yeah. And then uh, the rest, you know, like Magic Johnson, Will, Bill Russell, they're elite. Timmy D, Timmy D, I feel like he's, he gets underrated. I'd you could slide him up into the top five, I think. He's that well, what we, we were talking about it. We saw there was some, like, real, you know, obviously there's different stats for all these different things. I saw some analysis where it was, like, Timmy D is actually rated second behind MJ for, like, all, you know, whether it's PER, championships, all that type of stuff. Like, And you think about his career, I don't think he ever had a losing season, but I don't even think he had a season under 50 wins. He won... A championship in his first year, won five t- total, um, and you know Ray Al- Ray Allen doesn't hit a three, then he has six, um, and yeah. the way that they played basketball, no super teams, built from the ground up, Ginobili, Parker, um, it was pretty special what he did, um, and it's interesting yeah. because recency bias usually puts current players above old players, but for some reason, like he just doesn't get the love. So, I don't know. For me, he's the one that uh, should be a lot higher. I look to the right, and I don't know. Chris Paul being in 29 just makes me uncomfortable. I don't really know why. Um, he hasn't won no. anything, <laughs> like, at all. And I know Charles Barkley didn't win a title, but he won. pretty sure he won an MVP um, and got to the finals, I think, a couple of times with two different teams. Um, yeah. But I don't know. I don't like Chris Paul being on the list. That's just my one in the top 30 anyway. That's yeah. my, my gut feeling. Uh, it, yeah, I wouldn't have Chris Paul in there for sure. Um, just looking. Yeah. Steph Steph might finish his career closer to the 10 mark. Mm-hmm. That's a good discussion. Um, Who can still go up? I feel like Steph yeah, can Giannis is, go up. Yeah, Steph. Giannis is like, what, is he even 30 yet? I don't think so. Is Kevin Durant too high? Yeah, Giannis is only 28, so yeah, he's definitely got room to move. KD, I feel like it, it, it's very early to put KD up there that high. 
Like, and he's, his titles have an asterisk as well, to be honest, because he just jumped on. You know, that's a very controversial call, but yeah. I know. But then, yeah, I feel like maybe that's some recency bias with KD, Steph, and Giannis that high, mm. but mm. it's hard. Anyway. It's hard. I'd like these lists where maybe maybe you can't include players that are still playing. Yeah, you gotta wait till they retire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. And then, I mean, just right. just to re go on, finish your thought. No, that was, that was pretty much it. I just to read through the top five, Bill, and you know why I'm doing it. Why I am doing it this way, but just to reiterate what they've got there as top five, they've got Michael Jordan at the one, Kareem at the two, Magic at the three. Wills at the four, Russell at the five. So just for anyone playing at home, that is the top five. That's listed in front of me. That's how I see it anyway. I don't know if I, you know, that's just what I see, Bill. I yeah. think you, you probably see the same. Um, that's what I'm reading. So, yeah, if anyone's got any qualms with, with those five, please drop some comments in there. But um, that's how we see it. Also, probably should have said this at the start and should say this um, every time. If you're watching on Instagram, so it's, it's a very limited view just because of the streaming technology to push it out live. Uh, but we do have a YouTube channel where you get the full uh, full video live. It's also pushing out to my personal Facebook at this time just to, you know, try and get some people on there. But um, if you if you do want to see the full visual, head over to our, our YouTube channel. I don't even know if I freaking linked it in our Instagram, Billy. That's probably something that I, that I need to do. But that's how you're going to see um, our beautiful faces live i think you'll be able to see the, the photo of us in the, in the middle there but that's just a heads up there a couple of things to quickly touch on i do love my tennis i am a big roger federer fan um always have been always will be he will always be the greatest of all time in my opinion no matter how many um more tournaments this whinging covid lying human wins but looks like i don't know if you're paying attention to it bill but alcatraz and, and Djokovic on a crash course to play in the final again um Obviously, Alcatraz winning in Wimbledon was huge in five sets. Um, I feel like that really puts him in a position to sort of take over the mantle here, which is, I think, exciting for tennis, given that there's only really been four guys that you thought could ever win a tournament for the last 20 years, almost. Exactly, which is wild. Which is crazy. But um, I would love to see Alcatraz win again. Um, I don't think Djokovic winning any more tournaments changes my mind when it comes to Federer. Um, but, yeah, I do do keep track of the tennis, and I think it's uh, I think it's pretty cool. So thought we'd yeah, I like that one. Good to have an up-and-coming star. I did enjoy Dominic Stricker uh, singing along to I Want to Dance with Somebody by Whitney Houston <laughs> right before he had... I think he had one, one, he had one game to win to take it all, and he's just chilling, singing along. <laughs> <laughs> to the music, I enjoy that. I and, then, that. I, and then, and then, went and finished his match off. I was like, I like that. <laughs> I saw, uh, I saw footage of um, stray stray ball goes up into the up into the crowd, and a guy drops a uh, classic catch opportunity, um, and uh, did a penalty scully scully his entire beer and everyone. And I saw Alcatraz and the bloke who was playing against uh, chuckle and get involved in it, which is always nice. Sometimes I think tennis players can get a bit too tight when there's sort of fan involvement, but it was good to see the young fella. Getting around the fans, which is good. Um, like we are uh, Aussie rules diehard fans. Played it was you know our love for a very long time. We touched on that briefly um, in the first episode. So shout out to uh, Woodville South Football Club, uh, my junior club. Billy came across and and played with us as well. Uh, lifelong friends, definitely home away from home there. So love those boys. Miss you boys. Uh, all that to say, let's chat some Aussie rules footy because last night the final started. The playoffs, as you'd say over here in the States, kicked off and Collingwood had a really tight win over the Ds. Um, I haven't watched any highlights yet, but I saw the Braden Maynard uh, Brayshaw hit. I don't know if you've seen the drama there, but Braden Ooh, Maynard goes yeah. to jump up and smother the ball, um, misses it, and then sort of protect, like you know does the whole bump thing and cleans up Brayshaw, and Brayshaw got knocked out and carted off. So... Um, Pretty big win for Collingwood. Go straight through the prelim. They didn't have Nick Dacos. Um, oh, the footy started too. Montgomery on the run there, which is not what you want to see Montgomery out there. Um, but there's still three more Early matchups in, in week one of the final. So let's throw that up here and have a chat through it, Bill. Maybe even look at the odds for you too. So Carlton play Sydney at home in an elimination final. Carlton, you know, 
crazy end to the season. I think in, in the middle of the year, Daniel Gorringe was having a conniption thinking that they had, had screwed it all again. Um, but they made it through. And, and Sydney, in dramatic fashion against the Crows, obviously snuck their way in the finals, made the granny last year. So huge danger game for the Blues. They are favoured pretty heavily, forty-seven. And for those Americans, this is how we do our, our betting odds here. You, you know, bet a dollar, you win a dollar forty-seven. Who would have thought? Um, thank you to play DWS. At home, the Giants are favoured. The Orange Tsunami has come home strong late in the year. Similar sort of pathway to Carlton, but interesting that St. Kilda, they've been written off all year, but not even favourites as the uh, higher place team on the ladder. And then Billy, close to your heart, we have the Lions against the Power. Brisbane at home. Brisbane the last few years have just really failed to just tick it off and get to the granny. Uh, you know, if they win this game, home prelim, uh, in Brisbane, you'd think this is the year, but God, poor can be anything at any stage. So, I don't know, give me your takes on, on these games. Look at the odds. What do you think? What are you feeling? Don't let your heart talk about the last game, but yeah, interesting, interesting stuff here. Yeah. Also, the last thing to point out is this is the times that we have to friggin' watch it from overseas. You can see the 2.50 a.m., 2.25 a.m., 10.20 p.m. Um, that's what we've got as Australian friends, so that's how we have to try and watch footy. But anyway, Billy, sorry. Go for it. It's, it's brutal. It's a brutal time. Might be able to tune into St. Kilda Giants for a little bit, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it depends. But I know it's a tricky one. I'm, yeah, Collingwood's been the front runners all year. They just come from behind in last quarter kind of fashion and mm-hmm. get wins. Um, so, yeah, not surprising they got the win last night. Um, and Carlton, tried to play I don't know. Games, I, yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't know who I'd, uh, yeah. You'd probably, I'll go Carlton and playing in Victoria. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, I think I'd go the same, St. Kilda. Um, I feel like it's time, it's been long enough. Uh, they got heartbroken a few years ago against Collingwood in that draw, mm-hmm. which is just, I think they've changed the rules now. Um, but yeah, previously in Australian rules, previously in Australian rules football, you know, they play for, you know, almost two hours, the game ended in a draw, and they're like, well, what do we do? Um, we'll, we'll just come back and play again next week. <laughs> yes. Um, and, um, and so, yeah, St. Kilda then lost the second match the week after. And Collingly. Yeah. Um, so I feel, yeah, I'll back in the Saints there. And, oh, it's tough. I'll, I haven't seen much of Brisbane, but I do know Port beat them by 54 points. Um, yeah, in round I, one, but I was there. I was in Adelaide. I was physically there that game. You were and, actually. Uh, I they looked horrible, but I actually said to the people there, I was like, even though this results happened, I think this could be the grand final. And now that the way this is set up, it actually could be the grand final. Um, I would love that. I personally would like Port to lose because then I think Brisbane go through the granny, and I think. Port would have a really decent crack at the Magpies. Um, and I think another Port Brisbane granny uh, on a neutral um, surface would be pretty bloody interesting. So I would love that. Nick Knott, shout out if, you, if you're listening. Um, big Brisbane fan. Uh, he deserves it. Um, it's been, a, it's been yeah. a tough years with them dropping out. But anyway, all that to say, be alive. I feel, yeah. All right, that. yeah. I kind of see that happening. Yeah, replay of 04. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just look, even though Port won by 54 points, that was Adelaide Oval, obviously, home game. Uh, mm-hmm. but Port, uh, has lost the last three games in, at the Gabba, mm-hmm. so um, that's good. I feel like Brisbane, feel like Brisbane might, yeah, we just can't get the win in Brisbane. Um, so I feel like they'd probably get the job done at home, but you know, that's yeah. the point of finishing the top four, so you get the second chance. So that's it. I feel like yeah, if I don't get my Brisbane Brisbane Port granny, I would want it to go completely opposite. And I think Collingwood Melbourne in a grand final, like for Melbourne, that would be as in the city of Melbourne, that would be absolutely insane. I think that's the AFL's dream. I think if they could get Collingwood Melbourne, absolutely. particularly with particularly with what the the game looked like last night, um, from what I've seen briefly, like that would be an insane grand final. So that's there's my two ways. I don't want I don't want it split either way. I don't want the other one to come through. I want those those two as a matchup. So yeah. um we might 
Well, yeah, we're due for a, a good grand final. It's been a few years. Um, yeah, I know. Just trying to think. Oh, I think if it's, yeah, two Melbourne teams, or yeah, especially Melbourne, Collingwood, I think they might crack 100,000. Yeah. Well, the what's the capacity? 110 you can get up to if you really squeeze in. Or maybe they don't do that anymore so. with the rules. But I know you can get over 100. Um, well, yeah, I know. Yeah, like back in, you know, the, the 90s, they'd pack 100, 120 mm-hmm. into these stadiums. Mm-hmm. But yeah. And, Oh, and and these for Americans and Canadians, uh, Canadians, that's a new word, Canadians, um, I think you probably know that um, uh, there's a few college football stadiums in America that have like 100,000 capacity, but um, the mecca of sport in Australia is the MCG. And if you Google the MCG Melbourne Cricket Ground, it literally looks like a Coliseum and it hosts um, uh, over 100,000 people. And I painfully was there on a grand final 2017. Uh, which I, oh Joe Burrow Bar- signs two hundred seventy five million dollar deal just popped up on my phone breaking news breaking news guys Billy get get some details Joey Burr. up Joey Burr that must mean his Achilles is intact uh, also nil nil in the Thursday night football Jared Goff didn't get a first down Chiefs only got one um, and punted it away uh, so that's pretty huge Joey Burrow that probably resets the market I'd imagine that makes him high is that higher than Deshaun or we just don't even include Deshaun's anymore uh, actually I'm waiting to get the news my phone oh, really? I'm a little, little delayed Bleacher Report Bleacher Report um, just popped up on my phone um, so that's huge news Joey, Bar- Joey Burrow is from Ohio playing for Ohio super cool Joey Cool it's funny he's Joey Cool because Joey Montana was the original Joey Cool um, but, uh, he's handsome. He plays football very well. And now he's making $275 million over the next five years. So just to put, let's compare that guys. Nick Poster just became the highest paid defensive player ever with 170 mil. And Joey's just popped on another 105 mil on top of that. So that gives you an idea of, of what positions are rated. And as a Niners fan, I definitely understand how important a quarterback is. But yeah. I don't know, Billy, any thoughts on that? That's just popped up. It wasn't on our list, but it's pretty interesting. That's unreal. Um, yeah, Achilles is definitely uh, looking good. So maybe, yeah, I know we talked about MVP odds last week, but yeah, mm-hmm. maybe Joey Burr, top three, definitely. He'd be feeling himself now. So, yes, very interesting. Um, but to bring it back to football, um, Billy mentioned that it used to be playing a full game again if the grand final drew. Um, I bloody lived that experience, if you remember, Billy. In the space of two years, we won a grand final, drew a grand final, and lost a grand final. If any of the Cats boys are, are streaming in, um, Chox kicked a goal, not a point, in the first grand final. So technically, we won two grand finals. Let's just be, let's just be clear about that. We went back-to-back. Um, also, the year that I won the medal and got robbed in the best and fairest of Woody South because Julius Swanson was doing votes. But we won't get into that. Um, that's highway robbery, and I'm obviously completely okay and moved on with that. Um, Billy, exciting millions news. So mostly Ooh, important to, let's hear it. into me, and uh, this should line up perfectly on Instagram for one of the actual shots. Henry Cejudo uh, has just signed uh, with millions.co. Um, two-time, two-different-weight-class UFC world champion and Olympic gold medalist. I think he's the only person in history to defend two different weight class world championships and win a gold medal. So he is now a part owner and a uh, key uh, ambassador for millions.co, which is huge for us. He actually starts streaming content on our platform tomorrow. He is going to do two live streams a month. He is going to do uh, triple C ways in, which is a play on words because he's going to do a weigh in stream the day before the fights. Unfortunately, the first one he's doing with the Adesanya fight because of the location, uh, he would have to do it at 2.50 a.m. Eastern, so he's not doing that, but we're still doing a preview uh, stream tomorrow and then a live watch party with the actual fight. So um, pretty amazing. If you haven't seen Henry's content, um, check out his YouTube channel. Makes amazing, amazing high-quality content. And obviously, you're getting insights from someone that's still at the top of the whole world in terms of... uh, MMA. So pretty special, pretty exciting. I'm stoked about it. Um, it's pretty cool to be working with, with an athlete like Henry. Uh, if you told me as a kid in Australia growing up that I'd be doing stuff like this, I wouldn't believe you. So I just wanted to shout that out because it's really close to my heart. Uh, I've been working closely with Henry and it's pretty exciting. So just wanted to share that news. 
Love that, mate. That is huge news. Um, I'm, yeah, keen to watch UFC 2932. I feel like, yeah, part of that uh, San Fran sports trip last year where we went <laughs> yeah. to the Niners game. We also watched the uh, Adesanya, uh, I think, when Pereira he done, fight. He got um, done. He got, and, got uh, done. And, um, yeah, that was interesting. That <laughs> was kind of my introduction to UFC, to be honest. I And I feel like it's a good thing that I haven't historically been a big fan because I feel like I'd be losing my mind with how closely I'm working with Henry right now. But um, that fight and also being in San Fran, a lot of Latin American um, influence there, especially at the bar that we were at. Um, it was very interesting to watch that fight in that environment. Um, and then obviously to, to see the redemption uh, fight and Adesanya Tim win. As an Australian, uh, also we should address this, Billy. I feel like... Um, a lot of people think that like we hate Kiwis, people from New Zealand, um, similar to like Canadians no. hate people from the States. Not like that down under guys. We love them. We steal their um, famous people sometimes and, and call them Australian unless they're too, too famous. Then like Lord, for example, but you know, crowded house, we claim then Russell Crowe, technically a, a Kiwi, but um, just to clarify, we love um, Kiwis. Uh, we'll claim Easy so too. We'll claim Izzy. That's what I'm saying. We love it. We would love to see yeah, a local we love it. for us get up and about. Um, just, you know, it's just tough when the All Blacks are the most successful team in sports history when it comes to rugby. So uh, Rugby World Cup is coming up. I don't know much about rugby, Bill, but maybe we have to, have to chat about rugby at some point. But um, Let's anyway, get a rugby those, expert on. Yeah, well, we should get – we're going to get guests too. I feel like maybe I will leverage my network here – It'd be pretty cool to add some big name athletes to the stream at some point, but let's just make sure the video works first, which I think we've done. Um, and then we'll figure out some other things from here because the Instagram image is very interesting, but alas, we'll move on. So that was our hot topics. Um, it's still nil nil in the um, Thursday night footy game. Gibbs has just gone for a run now. It's got one yard bill. So, you know, here we go. We're getting close. Um, he's on, baby. He's on. He looks... It's got a cool look too, and also, have you? Uh, do you have the game up? These lions, white uniforms. No. Uh, okay, we well, should. I, uh, well, obviously, we'll jump off this. Uh, so you can get an illegal stream. I'll send you a link. But um, yeah, they're looking fresh in these white uniforms. Um, I love the color rush uniforms. Seahawks probably have a top tier color rush, and they never lose when they wear yeah. it. No, it's uh, a nice and our throwback this year is sick as well. So. I love that the Niners have like an old school edition and looks exactly the same as the current one because it's such a simple design. But, um, okay, let's get into some fantasy chat because we had our fantasy draft. Um, God, I sound American. Fantasy draft. We had our fantasy draft on the weekend. Um, nice and direction. <laughs> thank you. And it's funny, three of the teams that we've we've spoken to, Billy and I included, have been got an email saying we're winning the, the title. So... You know, very interesting that the draft analysis stuff says that. But we will talk about some cool draft analysis in a sec. But I thought what we would do, Bill, uh, Ian Rappaport reports Bengals off a five-year, $275 million breaking news. Um, we're going to have a look at our fantasy teams individually, chat through our draft strategy, um, who we have, where we think the season's going. And then we'll have a look at the, the first-round matchups for our Adelaide Fantasy League. So I'm going to throw your team up first, Billy, if that's okay, if you're willing to... Yeah, let's go. Down of, of this, but I'm going to hide me while you talk about your team. So uh, on the left is your current starters. On the right is your bench, your kicker, and your defense. Want to tell me which pick you had, your strategy, how you feel about it. Just run me through your team. Obviously, yeah. for those that didn't tune in last week, Billy and I played off um, in the championship game. We tend to do that a lot. So these two teams uh, will be on a crash course probably. But Billy, take it away. Run me through. All right. So... Yeah, I had the uh, seventh pick. Um, so it was almost, yeah, it was a bit of a wait and see who might fall to me. And I ended up picking Kelsey, which hurts, but I think he'll be good for the rest of the season. No worries there. And just FYI, um, and, he, has, he has benched him for the game or something right now because he yeah, benched yeah. him. Benched him right before the podcast uh, for Sam LaPorsche for Detroit. So hopefully he. Gets a tutty or something, or just yeah, gets something Gibbs, going. I'll take it. I'll Gibbs, take any point. I would, Gibbs I would just ripped off a uh, Gibbs just ripped off a twenty-one yard run there, Bill. Just a heads up, so just let you know. Continue on. Let's go. Let's go. Laporsche's next, baby. Um, and then yeah, so then I, I snagged Chubby Boy uh, with my next pick, 
Love that. Love and that. then from there, I think I got Alave and Ridley as my next two. Um, I just like both of those guys. Um, Ridley, as I said before, saw his first tutty, saw him play at Alabama. So, yeah. And Trevor Lawrence the ball. That's exciting, man. I think that the Jags have a really hot, like, really exciting future, to be honest. So. Yeah, same. Um, and then Alave was, should be, yeah, improving on last, last year. year. He's good. He's good. Yeah. Happy with that. And then, yeah, the rest of it was just filling out the roster. Um, rolling with Seattle D this week um, against the Rams. Hopefully, uh, Boy Maffe gets some sacks. If he does, I might buy his jersey this year. <laughs> um, and then who else we got in here? And then, yeah, Jerry Judy. feel like if he can get healthy and if Russell Wilson can not be as shit as he was last year. Um, but, well, mate, yeah, overall, yeah. You've got look, – I, I, look at your team. So, Chubb, yeah. RB1 in his yeah. team. Ridley, yep. wide receiver one. Alave, wide receiver one. Madison, RB1. Kelsey's Kelsey. Allen, wide receiver one. Stevenson's RB1. Pierce, RB1. Yep. Hopkins, wide receiver one. Williams, RB1. Judy, wide receiver one. And Charbonnet, if Walker's out, is RB1. Every single skill player on your team is yep. <laughs> the leader <laughs> guy. Yeah. Uh, and like you said, like DeAndre Hopkins could be anything. And if Denver are, uh, you know, what they should be, uh, this is yeah. a pretty scary team, to be honest. So I, I like it. I know I feel like I got Herbert a little later um, mm-hmm. as well. So I'm happy with that. Don't forget mm-hmm. Jason Sanders, the kicker. He's the number one kicker on the Dolphins. So. That's it. Sorry, kicker yes. one. Sorry, Jason. Sorry, Jason. Um, <laughs> Kickers win leagues. Um, yeah, I, yeah, pretty pretty happy with my team to be honest um and then Charbonnet I actually think yeah hey if he's performing Pete Carroll's shown over the years like he will play a rookie running back at RB1 if he's doing what he needs to so yeah well who who knows he could just do what Kenneth Walker did Kenneth Walker sort of wasn't really number one guy came in and took over so I mean he'll he's a pretty no fuss kind of guy um oh Gibbs had a run-in touchdown and he fell over um just a heads up, Montgomery got injured, so you might be ticking the boxes on a couple of those bets already. Um, I think your team's great. Uh, I look forward to meeting you in the uh, championship game. Um, and on that note, uh, I'll show you the other Let's have a look at your team. That will be playing in the championship game. Um, I had the number one overall pick, which is just ridiculous given that I... Um, had won the league before. I took Christian McCaffrey, and you're going to be like, yeah, that's 49ers bias. But honestly, I think he's going to be an MVP candidate this year. Uh, I think that a whole offseason of Kyle Shanahan being able to plan to have Christian McCaffrey, like, let's just be real, that that is absolutely insane. Jared Goff just throws a tutty to Amon St. Brown. Whoever has him in fantasy is going to have a good year. Um, Took McCaffrey. I, think I do have him in my other league. There you go. Over a thousand yards rushing, over a thousand yards receiving. He's going to be number one player in fantasy, so that's why I took McCaffrey. Um, To be honest, I then had two picks in a row uh, because of just the way, obviously, snake order works. And I picked up uh, Saquon and Devontae Adams with my second and third pick, which I, saying that sentence, it's crazy to think that I, I feel like I got three legitimate top, like, 12 players. First rounders. To be honest, like that's really exciting. Um, I have gone Niners bias, but it was based on who was available at the time. I think Zebo's going to have a bounce back year. Um, Kittle is just a top five tight end. He's actually might be hurt this year, but like you know, I just wanted someone of substance as that tight end. Uh, I took Lamar relatively early, but not super early, and I think. He was a cheap vote a couple of years, Bill. So he's healthy. He's signed his contract. He's not going to do his whole like running out of bounds early because he doesn't want to get hurt thing anymore. So pretty pumped about that. And James Conner was a league winner almost last year. And what are Arizona going to do other than run the ball? They have literally no other choice. So it's the science behind my picks there. Uh, Jahan Dotson was huge at the end of last year and actually outscored Terry, Terry McLaurin, so I actually think he's their wide receiver one. Christian Watson's going to be out this week, but I think him and Jordan Love, he just gets down the field and open it, and Love can sling it. Um, 
Got two RB1s, Cook and Akers. Went for the younger guys. I just think that Akers had a really good enter last year. And, and Cook, if if I'm just worried that the, the Bills will take another running back, but I think they might get Jonathan Taylor. But if not, um, huge James Cook is on uh, millions.co, has done a watch party before. Shout out to you, James. You're a part of the family. Um, Marquise Brown, not stoked on that, but if anyone's going to catch passes there, it's him. And then Zay Flowers was my smoke here, my last pick. I just... With having Lamar, I thought, why not? Who knows? Um, I'm a big wave of wire guy during the season anyway, so those last two might not be there very soon. But um, Tyler Bass was my kicker last year. He's got my first name. Makes sense. And the Baltimore D is incredibly scary. And they play Houston week one, so they might be my top scoring um, team player. I like it. So pick it apart, Bill. Pick it apart. What do you think? Uh, It's, uh, yeah, perfect draft for you, mate. Like, obviously, CMC first up. And then the fact that you get Adams and Barkley, your next mm-hmm. two picks. Mm-hmm. And then Lamar. It's almost unfair. Like, between those blokes, just between mm-hmm. CMC and Lamar, you could be dropping 60 points a week. I'm pretty <laughs> so, excited. Although I am taking week 13 off this week, Billy, because I think eight of those players have a week 13 buy, and I did not back that in. So chalk me up for at least one L. Um but yeah, thank hopefully, you. Hopefully, play you then. Any other? Yeah, you don't. I already checked. Uh, any other thoughts, feelings? My bench is pretty. Could be anything. My starting is pretty exciting, but I feel like who knows? I don't know about my bench, but it could be. Could be yeah. deep, deep early, but hey, that's what the waiver wire is for, mm-hmm. um, and yeah. uh, that's why. I, that's probably why we keep winning fantasy because we're all over the waiver wire. This is true. Guys, guys get you... hurt. Guys play shit. Yeah, got to make moves. Amen. Amen. Okay. With that said, then, let's have a look at who's playing who in week one. Maybe we'll do a little bit of a recap each week because we, you know, this is our league and we love it. And Why not? And why not? So, you know what's funny, Billy? I actually look back at this. This is the first year in six years we haven't played each other in the first game. We, That's funny. Yeah. We always <laughs> play each other in the first game, but we're not this year, which I almost said. wonder why. But, um, the the algorithm switched Um, But I am playing Dave, who... I think has the scariest team when I looked at it. Um, and of the three teams that were said that they're going to win the title, it was you, me, and Dave. So tough matchup to start. I think we are the two highest potential scoring ones uh, to kick us off. I, I think I, I'm going to have the weekly high score each week just because my starters, but you never know what's going to happen. So I got Dave, probably going to be a really telling um, matchup. You are obviously really hurt by the Kelsey situation. Um but you've got Ram, yeah. who likes to draft kickers and defenses early, and even drafted two defenses this year. So, shout out to you, Ram. He got, he's got like, has he got that? He's got like two of the top three. He took defenses. the Eagles and the Niners D, which means great. You don't have to worry about defense this year. But mate, there's you know there's a lot of other points available there. Um, but yeah. uh, I don't know how do you feel about it. Uh, we obviously my that predicted score at the moment is without a tight end. Um, so hopefully LaPorsche can put up three to five points. It'd be nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and the rest of the boys are bring me home. That'd be fine. Shout out to Will. Um, First year, last year was the top scoring team uh, offensively in terms of total points. Uh, and then was completely let down in the playoffs. I was quite scared by his team. So second year for him, uh, I tip a third year breakout. I don't think he's going to win this year, but um, James Pritchard, if you're listening, uh, thoughts and prayers to you after last season. Hopefully, you can uh, turn things around. Um, it was sad to see, uh, you know, what happened. Is that Sky Moore just took a huge catch? I think Moore just got forty yards in one play. Look, yeah, Pritch. Uh, hopefully, he's not going back to back wooden spoons here. No, he doesn't. He doesn't deserve that. He deserves better than that. Uh, no, not Stonewall, Watson. I don't know who Watson is. This this is fucked. So, if Kansas City win this game, there I saw a stack. Travis Kelsey has like 9,000 receiving yards in his career or something. I think all the other running backs and receivers combined only have like 6,000. And you watch Patrick just fucking... He is a freak. I never He's like gonna... what he did to my 49ers, but it's just ridiculous. Yeah, McKinnon. Yeah, so Skymore has just had a... Had no catches. But he just ran. Hey, he just ran. So that's not good. Yeah, he had a little run. Um, getting, him in, getting him involved. He's a Swiss Army knife. Um, uh, okay, I'm going to make my tips for the week. <laughs> Why not do this? I'm going to win. Yep. Billy's going to win. Um, 
Will's going to win and Fishout's going to win. That's what's going to happen. That's my, that's my tips for this week. Yeah. I'll, I'll back you now. Okay. Okay. I appreciate that. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't know. Dustin. You got a loyalty to Dustin, man. Yeah. You know, you Let's have a look it. at his team. Let's have a look at his team. You know, who knows? Week by week, you never know what's going on here. Uh, yeah. Oh, actually, Dustin's got St. Brown. So, well, he's up to a flyer. It, First touchdown yep, of there we go. the year. I'm on. What a guy. I, I really wanted him. He was high on my board. I mean, I'll take, I'll take, I took Devontae Adams over him, I think, but still, like, actually, maybe it was the other way. Anyway, whatever. Um, so, this is me and Billy yeah. flexing on ourselves a little bit here. So, obviously, we've talked ourselves up a lot about our fantasy football success. Um, you'll see Billy's bets come through. Uh, usually our sports takes are cool. I do have some crazy prediction history at halftime of the Super Bowl when uh Atlanta were up on <laughs> the Patriots. I texted Billy and said, <laughs> I'd get on the Patriots from here, I think they're gonna win. Um, and then there was another example where the Rams. Uh, lost to the Patriots. No, I said to Billy, I think I think Michelle's going to score the first touchdown, and the Patriots are going to win by this much, and Edelman's going to be the MVP, and that happened. So, somewhat of a savant bill that time. Yeah, but I like to uh, pick 100%. and choose. I like to pick and choose. Anyway, fantasy football, we love it. We treat it. It's it's numbers game. You take the human out of it. It's it's Wall Street. It's just stats, right? So Billy and I kind of put out the money, our money where our mouths are, and we entered a league. Billy, you can tell us a little bit more about the league first, and then I'll share the results up here. But you can set the set the tone here, and I'll bring it home. Let's see. I've forgotten the uh, who actually runs the league now. So oh, it doesn't matter. Whoever's paying us in a few, in a few months. Anyway, yeah, I think it's my yeah, fantasy football. Uh, players championship i think is what they call it mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. so yeah we've entered a cash league i think the uh total prize pool is like 1.3 million dollars um i think top prize is 200k or something like that so entries are only like 100 120 bucks 125 us entry um so we thought I'd, we'd put both our minds together and see what draft we could put together obviously it was a format neither of us had played the best ball format um, where you mm-hmm. pick 20 guys across the starting positions um, without a defense or kicker um, and then essentially say if you have two quarterbacks it will take the best score for that uh, that week from either of those quarterbacks and then that mm-hmm. applies to each position so yeah for different format to what we're used to and well, different um, scoring system yeah, too. different different um, different scoring system two so very unfamiliar territory um but i'll, I'll we'll show it we'll share the team first 12 12 12 people drafting we have picked three i think pick three yep um three. here is the team um that i'm gonna whip up here so i'll give it a run through we, we, cmc fell with three guys i mean you're kidding yourself so Love here's it. the order cmc josh jacobs pretty much won me the league last year Jalen Hurts, probably being on one QB. Uh, DJ Moore, Drake London, Patty, Patty from Pittsburgh. We love Patty. Miles Sanders, Brandon Cooks, Colton Soddard, LaPorsche, your boy. Uh, Romeo Dubes, we put Zeke in there. Jameson Williams comes back from suspension in lookout. Zach Moss with the uh, old mate out there in Indiana. Jimmy G, shout out Jimmy, love you, Jimmy. Gus Edwards, Darius Slayton, Curtis Samuel, Leonard Fournette, free agent, who knows where he'll go. And then Jake Bobo, just a bit of a flyer there for fun for Billy. Um, as the Seahawks potential wide receiver three. So we, we picked that team, um, not really knowing, you know, <laughs> we just did our best player pick. And then you get a you get an uh, email up with all the people that drafted, you get an email and it ranks your performance. And I'm just not going to say anything. I'm going to let that picture speak for itself, Bill. But our team, well, Billy's team is called uh, Pete Carroll's Garmin, and this was the result. So uh, rating of 100 for our draft in this league that we uh, never played before. Don't understand the, the point scoring and there's money up for grabs. So obviously the games are going to be played and, and that's, you know, that's how it works. But uh, Billy, this is pretty cool. Yeah, 
pretty bloody stoked with this. Uh, this is elite, as we'd say. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, loving it. Like, I didn't think, I thought we might have been middle of the pack. It's hard yes. to tell when you've got 20 guys on your roster. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, while the drafts happen, you kind of can't be bothered flicking through everyone else's roster either. Correct. Um, and then comes the end of the draft. We thought we were pretty happy with our roster of guys. And then, bang, perfect draft. Yeah, so, unbelievable. So I'm proud so, of you, Bill. Man. You know, it's hey, uh, teamwork. It's pretty cool. Annie, Annie is sending me um memes today about um guys get mad at guys think girls are stupid for believing in um Horoscopes. astrology, <laughs> but yeah. will live their you know dedicate their entire lives to a fake football team. Um, my hey. argument to that is um, the players are real, okay? So don't hate on the fact that, you know, we're into it. That's right. Um, and it's, we love it. Given the fact that neither of us have a good knee, we have to live vicariously through this stuff. So Paddy Mahomes is for a 30-yard run down to the 10-yard line in the red zone here for the Kansas City Chiefs. Well, I, um, 5.55, Bill, wow. We timed that pretty well. Um, I know, rolled through pretty, it. Pretty awesome. Before we wrap up, though, every week got to um, got to mention Millions. Co again. Obviously, unbelievable sports tech company. You guys get around it. But if you're a brand that's looking for an athlete to partner with for your upcoming campaign, look no further than Millions. Co. Millions has made this process super easy for both you and athletes to run a successful campaign or event. Hit the book me button on any athlete's profile and Millions will do the rest. Shout out to Millions. And, uh, you know, revisiting Henry Cejudo. Unbelievable news. Huge for the business. Very proud. Exciting times. Um, also drinking a, uh, a Fuzzles Brewery um, Destiny IPA. Thank you, Logan, for bringing this over at the house party recently. But uh, it's not bad. It's, it's uh, pretty good. Out of this world craft beer is a big call that they... Uh, all right. doing a good job but um next week i'm gonna have a beer as well i think so maybe we do a little beer review segment i actually you know i missed that when i moved to victoria when i moved to canada when uh you know the world shut down and i was as alone as you can be i did do a big re- beer review um uh run there and was pretty proud of my creative review so maybe we can do a little bit of a, a how you going on some bevies because we do we do love a good beer we do. We could bring back the beers of summer reviews. Oh, so. beers of That's winter. Good. New edition. <laughs> um, well, as always, a pleasure. I think we've solved the video quality problem. We shall see as soon as we get off here. Mahomes has just thrown a tutty to fucking a guy named Rice. Who the hell yeah. have they got out there? 13 plays, 75 yards, six minutes of possession. Game tied, 12 minutes left, second quarter. Um, anyway. The man's a wizard. We shall, uh, yeah, let's try, let's try, see how we can make this Instagram footage a little bit better. I don't know. We're still learning out here, guys, but at least, uh, at least it'll be pushed out there to YouTube. Probably should link that in our bio, Bill, would probably be a good idea. Yeah. And uh, we'll share that. Job for this week. That'll let's share, done. if the video quality is good too, we'll share, we'll share the actual um, high quality video uh on instagram by youtube so people can go see our pretty faces here in the corner um in terms of passports uh given that this is passports and playbooks i've applied for my new one billy uh still hasn't come yet and you are in a very interesting visa point of view so um yep we i'm currently waiting for my visa renewal and i can't leave the country so. neither of us can currently leave the countries that we are in <laughs> uh, for those of you playing at home um, so we can't see each other, so that's pretty sad. But uh, it's devastating. We have a Wolf Mother concert in twenty no in sixteen days, so hopefully that situation gets sorted because uh, they're pretty fucking awesome. So we'll see. Yeah. All right. Also, just oh, live on air, we got. I like to think we've got for an hour, so we've got sixty seconds here. Reach out. Here we to go. Here we got on the. Uh... Reach out to Gussie for uh, for uh, any music. I think we need to get an intro and outro. I made one for my bathroom uh, thing, but I think we need a. Yeah, Gussie, mm-hmm. I reached out to uh, the old Pritchard as well for mm-hmm. a bit of music. 
Oh, Pritchard, uh, yeah. Right. He, was, he was having the old crack at Aussie Idol, so. He did. And, uh, hey. yeah, he's unbelievable. Hey. I saw that video. It was uh, James. I think I can Hopefully. see. Who's watching? Clarky, Clarky's on. Hey, mate. Chris Clark is watching. Clarky. Yeah. Chris Clarky, unbelievable human being. For those of you that don't know, Chris Clark is one of the nicest human beings of all time. Um, in in probably close to the Tom Daly echelon. I mean, he's pretty, he's pretty you know, let's be honest. Tom Daly is pretty ridiculous. But uh, Mikey Spalding was in that category. Chris Clark, shout out to you, mate. Um, we shall probably figure out a way to interview incorporate people's comments to this once actually people start listening but millions will create some Absolutely. reels for us soon billy so you can get some short form content out there which i think will be awesome because look at that beautiful photo our smiles are so good in that photo also that the hair hey. and just hey, that's yeah. such a good photo i love it we'll be okay, rolling it back cowboys uh, yeah cowboys october 8th uh, it's a sunday game so we'll do a big Maybe do some behind-the-scenes footage, create a little video, show that during a podcast. But uh, for now, let's go Absolutely. watch. Hopefully, the Lions get up because I feel like that would be good for the NFL. Um, yep. And we'll see you next go week. Go Lions. Let's go Seahawks. Let's go Mariners. Go Bills bets and hashtag bring back the Sonics. So That's it. Amen. Amen, guys. All right. Go Niners. See you guys.